Hello, people. Welcome to the Slick Talk Show today. Um, today is a great show. Today, I'm going to give you something even better than, you know, any other day. Um, I had a few calls. You know, I talked to some of my friends, very close friends. One of my close friends living in the his name is Andrew, Andrew O'Malley. And he made a request. And I thought about that. And I say, mm, let me just dig on that. And to be honest, I find some really good, vital information. Um, first of all, let me start with this. So I've got a boy. My boy is 12 years old. When he was born, I mean, in this country, in the UK, if your son is three years old, around January, you have an option to defer, meaning you can decide not to take him to his, uh, to his P1 class. I mean, that's the level of, you know, first time going to school. Or you can decide, obviously, to keep him, you know, at the nursery that year. And then any kids from September to December, they don't have that choice. They will have to send the kids directly. If you're three years old and born between September and December, you'll have to take your kids to P1, you know, um, whatever first class, you, you know, yeah, you take him to school. You'll have to take him to school. If you decide to defer... You'll have to pay for that. You'll have to pay for the nursery. You know, the government will not support you if you decide to keep your kids at the nursery. Now, me and my wife decided to defer because, you know, we had that option. Meaning, because the boy was born in January, right? Uh, the government, you know, um, they decided that they could pay for that year anyway. So, my son started his P1, his primary one, when he was four years old. Now, think about that. He moves, when he goes there, he's going to find kids who are mostly three years old. So, what is he getting here? That competitive level is higher because he has, he will get, he will not get that type of pressure that the three year olds will get when they start P1. Now, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it happened with all the kids who are three years old. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's just a little bit. There's an advantage if a kid is four and most of the kids in that class is only three years old. So what that tells me is it doesn't feel the same pressure. It does, you know, I think it's been told, it's been told that in terms of his capacity, he's willing to learn quicker. He can learn quicker. He understands a lot quicker. He's more, he's more a leader than anybody. I mean, he takes more responsibility than any other kids there because of his age. He seems to be more mature than any other kids in that class. I mean, we, we find that. This is, this, this is what we're seeing with my boy. You know, he's the bigger. He's always going to be the bigger. From P1 all the way to P7. And when he goes to high school, on his class, at his level right there, it seems like he's going to be the bigger one. He's, going to be, he's always going to look like the mature student. And for us, we thought, and actually we think, it's definitely an advantage for the kids. Now, not everybody want to go through that route. And this is why I need to go back. I need to go back on the tennis today. Today, I'll be talking about tennis. And the reason why I'm talking about tennis today is because there's two young girls out there that everybody's talking about. Everybody's talking about those two girls. You know, obviously, one of them at the moment is Naomi Osaka. I mean, I mean, you've you probably seen the news, you know, that she's now the highest paid, you know, uh, uh, woman 
tennis player, you know, and she's you know that she earned about thirty seven million thirty seven million last year, and she basically trumped Serena last year in terms of earning. So clearly the money is going over there, and then and then you've got Coco Coco Golf. Now this is tricky here. I need you to stay with me here. Remember, I talk about you know deferring the kids from school now. I checked the story, the background of those two girls. You know, I checked the story of Naomi Osaka. I checked the story of Coco Golf. Exactly the same story. I'm talking, when I talk about story, I'm talking about the background, talking about the parents. I mean, the parents, I mean, they're coming from really good set of parents. Let's just, for example, Naomi Osaka, first of all, you know, the dad is, is Asian and mommy, she's Japanese. So they moved to the U.S. when she was uh, three years old. And then she grew up over there. So the daddy was not a tennis player. Mommy, she was not a tennis player. But she found out she had talent. So he decided, obviously, to use the formula that uh, Serena dad used at the time. He started training his daughter. And then decided to move to Florida so that she can get more opportunity. And get a better setup of what they were doing before. Now, let's move to Coco Golf. Coco Golf has a dad and mom as well very athletic i mean i think her mom was a very athletic woman as well i think she does she did a lot of sport back in the days her dad was not a tennis player but seriously he was a good trainer he pushed and pushed and pushed the daughter all the way through so this is now look this is two two parents here actively Walking and no, for, let let me just mention this as well in terms of Coco Golf because that's key right there. That's really key. It's been reported that the two parent, listen to me, it's been reported that the two parent and also they say that a few times on TV, they gave up the career to make sure that Coco Golf can push, uh, uh, can follow uh, the tennis her tennis career all the way through. So we can see here. There's a financial pressure that was right there on Coco Golf to succeed very quickly. In on her hand with Naomi Osaka, she just had a good setup. I mean, they didn't give up their career. They were just trained. They train. They train her. They put her in a position to be successful. That's it. Now, look at those two. Naomi Osaka, and now that's the key one. Naomi Osaka turned pro when she was 16. Coco Goff turned pro when she was 14. Now, Naomi, right now, she's 22, right? Coco Goff, right now, she's 16. Now, you will say, oh, come on, Rich. You know, she, she she will win. She will definitely win more title, you know, by the time she's 22. You know, because there's six years different between, you know, Naomi and Coco Goff. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But let's start from the beginning. Coco Goff start when she was 14. I mean... I'm not trying... You know, I'm not trying to tell parents what to do with the kids here. Let's be honest. But if you become a pro at 14, 
for that type of sport. We talk about tennis. It's not a team sport. It's a single sport. You play on your own and you have to represent. Because think about that. When she came out, when Coco Golf came out, out there. And now, let's don't forget that Naomi was American, right? Let's not forget she was American. She decided, she decided to revoke her nationality and sign and took the nationality of Japan because of, you see, her mom is Japanese. So she decided, think about that. She moved in the U.S. when she was three years old. She grew up over there. She trained over there. She did everything she had to do over there. But then when she became successful, when, uh, no, not just, when she knew or when her mom and dad knew that, oh, she was about to be something here. They decided that she will be a Japanese. And when I mean revoke, she, she decided not to take the, um, the US, USA passport. She's not American anymore. Now, Coco Golf, on the other hand, she's American. And the talk out there was, she is the next Serena. Now, remember the pressure in the US, we all know, I mean, in sport, at some point, you know, pe- you know, people retire. And we understand that. No disrespect to Serena because I'm not talking about Serena. Serena, she has 22 Grand Slam. She's still the face of tennis right now. She is still, I mean, she's still the big dog right now when it comes to tennis. But we have to look the future now. And the future is either Naomi Osaka or Coco Golf. These are the future. And that's where the money I mean, you can see the pressure that was put on Coco Golf in her professional career. It's just too much for a 14-year-old. Every time, every time, every time she loses or she doesn't get to the next round, I mean, you can see how destroyed she looks. And that comes down to what? That comes down to maturity. She is not... She is not mature. Now, when you look at Naomi Osaka, when she loses or doesn't get to the next round, oh, she has a, how we call that, a poker face. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. She's calm. She doesn't have the pressure now of being American. She decided to leave. She decided to revoke her nationality. American nationality to choose and represent Japan. And you know in Japan, I mean those guys they don't make noise like American. We all know when it comes to American, they they know how to pump up the player out there. This is what they did to Coco Golf. I mean they was I mean, Coco Golf and again, you know exactly. Now I'm giving you those things there. I mean, now me, I'm looking at, at the Grand Slam single title there. I mean 2008 US Open, 2019 Australian Open champion. I mean, she won. She won two Grand Slam already, and she's 22 years old. Now I'm looking Coco Golf. I mean, 2019 US Open, she got bounced out. I mean, she goes bounced out, you know, on the third round. 2019 Wimbledon, she got bounced out on the fourth round. 2019 French Open on the second round. 2020 Australia, uh, Australia Open, she got bounced out. You know, she she got beaten. On the fourth round. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're saying, oh, come on, man. Oh, she's only 16. You know, she's going to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. She, obviously. You know, she, she's going to be, yeah, she's going to grow. She's going to mature. But, 
maybe let's ask you know let's ask ourselves a question here was it not too early maybe to start her pro an international pro at 14 years old is that not too much pressure i mean go and check some of the video when she get beaten when she doesn't reach the next round i mean she she's a t she's a kid she's a baby and we asking coco golf basically to carry the whole USA behind her back. And we're calling her the next Serena. That's too much pressure. And remember what I told you. And that's key. That's key right there. Remember what I told you. Coco Golf parents gave up. They gave up the career. They gave up anything they stand for in terms of the job to make sure Kokogov can push and push and push and become a pro in tennis. I mean, come on. If that's not pressure, I don't know what it is. If your mom and dad decide that anything that they do or anything that they love, they stop that just because they want to make sure that you're okay. <laughs> you're talking about... you. Talk, I mean, you think... You have pressure for your from your sponsor. That pressure will start from home. I mean, I understand why when she loses the game, she cry on the floor. I can see why. I understand why. And then now, when you look Naomi Osaka, she doesn't have the same pressure. All she has to do is turn up and play. All she has to do is turn up and play. Coco. I mean, she has the marketing behind him. She has the whole country of the USA behind him. She has Serena saying stuff that, oh, she's the next me. And then she has a moment that she has to deal with when she goes home. I mean, come on. And then she get to the field. She then need to compete against that person behind. I mean, come on. And she's 14, 15, 16. No. I mean... I'm 39 years old, and sometimes, I feel, you know, sometimes I get too much work to do. And I'm like, oh, come on, man, I, I, I can't stand this. It's too much. Now, think about that. A 14, 15, 16-year-old with all that pressure, the sponsor behind her, the whole America talking, oh, she's the next, she's the next city now, oh, she's that powerful. But then she doesn't get there. I mean, you need to have some serious, I don't know, sports psychology to be with her all the time. Or she will just crack. She will crack. I tell you right, right now. My boy is 12 years old. My boy is 12 years old. Sometimes I'm so excited, he tell me right there, Daddy, shut up. I'm not, I'm not joking. I take my boy to play basketball. I take my boy to play football. He's 12 years old. He's not a pro. He's not, he's not, he's just play, he just play local, I mean, he play just in local league there, basketball league and football league with some of his friends. And that's all he does. And I go there with his mom and you know me. For those who know me, some of my friends, they know me, I'm very loud. For when I get there, I get so excited and I scream, oh! And you can see telling me, daddy, please do not embarrass me in front of people. This is how kids talk, even when they don't tell you that. So I'm looking Kukagov. Every time she's not doing something right, she's looking up her mom and dad. And she can see her mom and dad making a face, a funny face, like, come on, you're making the same mistake again. And kids don't like that. Kids crack under that type of pressure. And now when you look at Naomi, 
is completely different. Poker face. <laughs> she has a poker face. She's only 22. I mean, come on, man. This is crazy. You know exactly what I'm saying here. As in Naomi Osaka will have a better career. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Naomi Osaka will have a better career. Now, your argument, you, you, you guys are listening. Your argument will be Coco is only 16. But, <laughs> and your argument is, or oh, her game will get better and better and she'll have more experience. Yes, but so everybody else. They saw everybody else. Again, remember exactly what I say at first, the first time. The deferral. If you can just hold on a year or two years. When you know, let me tell you something right there. For those who have kids, anybody who follow my show, and I know it's friends, good friends, family and all that. But any kids, any parents, and if you believe that your kids has a talent, do not push them early. You do not need to do that. You can hold them. You can defer. Meaning, let those guys push them a little bit more. Let her or let him stay with that group where he feels comfortable. At least for one or two years. People do that all the time. People do that all the time. This is how you gain a competitive advantage mentally and physically. Over the long run. This is why Naomi, I believe that Naomi Osaka will earn, she will win more Grand Slam than Coco Goff. I don't even know right now where Coco Goff head is. I just don't know. Mentally, I mean, she, what she, what she's, you know, she shows when she plays, she show what we call flashes. Flashes. I mean, I don't care if you beat Serena. On first or second round. I don't care. You need to close the deal. And when I'm in that part closing the deal. You need to win the tournament. This is how you get remember. Yeah you can put. You can go and talk home. Up, you know. When you you beat a Serena. Or you beat one of the top 10. Top, top 10 players. And you go home and talk about that. With your mom and dad and all that. But. When we check those archives. In the next 10-15 years. Nobody cares. People care about is. Right now, if Naomi decides not to play tennis anymore, her name is on the book. She won the U.S. Open against Serena. And she won the Australian Open. She's an, she won the Australian Open. She's champion. She won. And she's 22 years old. And don't even get me started when it comes to money because she's making a lot of money. I always tell people, follow the money. Follow the money. And you can see right now all those sponsors. You know where they're going now? They're going to Naomi. You know why? Because they know she's the future. She will be the face when Serena is gone. She will be the face. They know. Coco Goff right now, she has, I mean, she's 16. We all understand that she's 16 years old. But, she need to mature very quickly. Because in America, remember, in America, they've got, I mean, they've got so many players. They've got so much going on over there. They can quickly move on from you. Quickly. If you do not get to the next level. And what I mean by that, you need to win. 
you need the story was good i remember when she came out when she was 14 the story was beautiful a 14 year old starting you know she's gonna be the next sirena she's gonna earn or she's starting to earn her money we know she's got and you can see you can see the whole media in the U.S. and you know U.S. you know in the in the U.S.A. when they want to pump somebody, they they, they go out there like hundred percent. I mean the U.S. they can they can put the baby out there and say this baby is gonna be the next Mike Tyson or whatever is that. They will make you believe it is. This is what media in the U.S. do. That's what they do, and that's pressure. And I don't think Coco right now is ready for that pressure. And I'm not even talking about that media pressure. I'm talking also about her mom and dad. Now, again and again, I'm not telling anybody how to deal with a child. I, I don't do that. But for where I'm sitting, when I'm watching her play, I'm looking at her personality, I'm looking at her behavior. When she loses, looking at her mom and dad, every time she loses a set, that tells me. Because I've got kids here, and I know. When I take him play down there and he make a mistake, he check me out. When the game finish, he's like, Daddy, don't talk to me until I get home. Please don't say anything. Because I, 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 mean, I like to ask him sometimes. And that's what, that's what we do, parent. When you have a kid that plays ball, we're so excited. We just like live through our kids sometimes. It happens. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I love that. I love, I love seeing my boy play. So when he doesn't have a good game... I, I'm so quick to ask him, like, what, what happened there? Why did you make the pass? What, 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 what? But kids, they don't need that. Now, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying hard right now, you know, to change that. Basically, when I go there, if he has a bad game or they lose a game, I just want to come home and forget about that. And maybe talk about that maybe, the, you know, the next few days or whatever. But you can see Coco Golf has, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's crazy. And Naomi, think about it. Naomi grew up in US again. I told you that, guys. She turned up over there when she was three years old. And also, it was reported, right, that by the age of 16, she was then offered, she was offered a place, you know, by the USA Tennis Association to go and train at a training facility. But they turned them down. You know why they turned them down? Because they didn't have that support at the beginning. They didn't have that support at the beginning. And I think that's one of the reasons why she decided, she decided to change, revoke an American, uh, her American nationality and move with the Japanese. Now she's a Japanese. Now she represents Japan. But she's, she grew up in America. And also, she understands she doesn't have to deal with that pressure from America. She doesn't have to deal with that. And you guys remember at the US Open when she was playing against Coco Golf, everybody, everybody was with Coco Golf. Everybody was rooting for her to win. But think about that. You have Naomi Osaka who grew up in the US. She's not getting no love from anybody in America. You've got Coco Golf there who's 14, 15 years old. Everybody's calling her Serena. No. There's no much. But Coco, I mean, Naomi is so much of her age. I mean, 22 years old. She's so, and so calm. No poker face. She's going to have a better career. Definitely. I mean, five career title altogether already. I mean, a 22-year-old girl. This is easy. This is easy to me. This is easy. She's calm. 
She's quiet. You know, she doesn't want to deal with distraction from the U.S. in terms of media and all that. She doesn't want to deal with all that politic. And by the way, <laughs> she's getting paid now. And when I mean she's getting paid, she's getting big buck money now. And let me tell you something. When somebody put something out there, like last few days, saying that she's now above Serena Williams, those are the sponsors behind all that. They're trying to change the narrative now. They're trying to put a new face now in tennis. And let me tell you something, guys. Again, no disrespect to Serena Williams. No disrespect. 22 Grand Slam. In my eyes, she's the face of tennis, the woman tennis right now. But there's a new girl now. There's a new girl coming through. And that's Naomi Osaka. I believe that between Naomi Osaka and Coco Golf, I believe Naomi Osaka will have a better career. When it's set and done, trust me, come back. We talk about that. But I can, I can put my money that Naomi Osaka would, would be so successful in a career compared to Coco Golf. So, guys, thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening again to uh, the Slick Talk Show. And uh, I hope you stay tuned again tomorrow. Thank you. Bye.